Hey, hey guys. guys, welcome back to She's Me. We're your hosts, Kita. Girl, you oh, ain't Kita. <laughs> I'm Mary. And I'm Kita. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. I'm going to keep it in there. Okay. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? How how have you been doing? Girl, I'm all stressed. Why? Um, everything's happening at once for me. I'm moving, starting school all in the same month, and then you obviously know that I am house hunting and trying to get a loan and all that fun adult stuff. Ooh, you stress stressed. I have a little stress stressed. I mean, I feel stressed, but not like it's not overwhelming. Yeah. Like, That's good then. Yeah, like I know it's there in the back of my mind. And I know if I let it get to me, it'll get to me, but I'm trying to keep it chill for right now. Yeah. How's how's your week been? I I've I've been stressed too. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Um yeah, I guess. It's just like school. I haven't even started with school yet. I mean I did the summer class, but that it was no problem on that. It's just like I haven't started school, school, and I've been stressed, girl. I got two years. Oh my god, whatever. Hopefully, we'll graduate at the same time. Oh, how exciting would that be? I know. <laughs> We're both going to the same university. Yeah, both starting at the same time. We'll be able to, I don't know, share each other's like <laughs> stress, stress, fear. <laughs> something and maybe like each other's excitements too right yeah no we're not gonna be talking about no stuff in this podcast we'll try not to yeah actually we will try our best not yeah, to we'll try not to what is what has been a highlight though for your week your birthday <gasps> i'm so close to being 30 i'm so excited everyone looks at me odd like looks at me like what the hell Ooh, and you're 30? dirty 30 oh my god i'm so excited i feel like Everyone, every time someone's asked me if I'm excited to be 30, I'm not 30 yet, but I will be 30 the following year. I always tell them I'm like so excited to be fucking 30. Yeah. And they're just like, why? I'm like, because I feel like 30, you have your life together. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's the goal. 30, I'm manifesting it now. Have my fucking life together, please, for the love <laughs> of God. We're using the manifestation thing. Today. Oh, yeah. And active manifestation. With that, like being said, um, we're trying a new thing where we're going to either set an intention or a goal and check back in in a later episode. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want, set an intention or a goal with us. Mm-hmm. So what would your intention or goal be? As far as like this year? This year or like something that you want to check back in on in like four episodes or five episodes from now? Um, for sure, maybe by budgeting. That's mm-hmm. one thing we're going to talk about today. Um, hopefully I'm in a better um, setting mm-hmm. and I can actually enjoy and balance out, you know, what I'm trying to do. So as far as working, school, and also at the same time, 
still having a life. Maybe relaunching your business. Yes. <clears throat> Shameless plug. I don't know yet. <laughs> it's just hard. If I, you know, if I'm going to do full-time in school, full-time work, and I'm trying to be an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. it's rough out here, bro. Yeah. Would you be comfortable sharing your business's Instagram right now, or do you want to revisit that? Um, We might revisit it once I actually relaunch, so just – Wait on that, guys. We're definitely relaunching soon. Mm-hmm. Just give me some time. Yeah. <laughs> Regather my collections of ideas and yeah. creativities, and it's going to happen. But we should make a dedicated episode to your business. <gasps> oh my God. I would be so excited to actually would, talk about that. Yeah. Like I would do it as like a interview. You know how you see those interviews yeah. online of like celebs and businesses? Yeah. Girl, yes. That'd be cool. I'd be happy to share it with oh, everybody. Yeah. Only because it's honestly the most stressful time of my life, but I think it was the most like empowering moment of my time as well because damn, like I really went through a lot, mm-hmm. but it was so rewarding at the end. It was like it was crazy how much like support I get from everybody. Some people I don't even know, and it's just like, that's so wild. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely an episode that we can add on. Starting a business from the ground up and doing it on your own, it's wild. It's wild, but it's so exciting. Yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll put that in our, mm-hmm. like, episode list, and we'll probably make it happen this season. Like, yeah. This, yeah. Um, it's like another yeah. get to know us, yeah. um, but business side. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> So we're actually here to talk about budgeting. Girl budgeting. <laughs> so Kira, what is girl budgeting? Oh, girl. Um, I don't even know what girl budgeting is. I think girl budgeting is when we're working a job and we're talking about <laughs> it takes me one to two shifts to pay rent. <laughs> or it takes me, if I work two shifts, I can buy myself a new Apple Watch. See, that's how I – okay, so when I first started, literally like my first job ever, mm-hmm. I was in commission. So commission, I was like, oh, okay, so if I basically sell two of these things, this is how much <laughs> this costs. Yeah. And that's legit how I was motivated to actually make more money off commission because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, if I basically sell two of these, I can afford that. I'm like, huh, I'm pretty sure that's girl math, right? Yeah. That's girl math. That's, such <laughs> that's girl not math. even girl budgeting. No, it's just girl math. Like, dude, I get it because um, there were some friends of mine that I went to school with and uh, she's a nurse. So on like Facebook or whatever, she had reposted something. She's like, if I work one or two shifts, I can pay rent. If I work three shifts, I could pay for my vacation. I was like, God damn, that makes so much sense. Damn. That looks so nice. <laughs> right? Like, why don't I do that? But definitely, like that, I feel like that is kind of girl budgeting and girl math. Well, how have you been budgeting overall? Or do you have like any advice to the people mm-hmm. how you wanted to or how you specifically budget? So when I actually got my first job, I was working at um, a state park, and that was my first job ever, and my mom had told me, set aside money 
from every paycheck into a savings account, whether it be like $5, $10 or whatever. So I said, okay, I will. So what I had started out doing was I had a monthly like rollover of $25 from my checking account to savings. Mm-hmm. And um, I know it's not much, but for me at that time mm-hmm. was a lot. So, um, but $25 a month is kind of how I started. Oops, sorry. And then um, when I ended up getting a better paying job, I had actually switched to doing 30% into savings and 70% into checking. And um, on top of that- You did the 70-30. Yeah, I did the 70-30 split. And then on top of that, like, so monthly, for example, I had savings goals. So I had a savings goal of like 600 this month. Mm -hmm. And if my 70-30 split didn't put me at that 600, Mm -hmm. at the end of the month, whatever was the difference, Mm -hmm. I took it from my checking account and put it into my savings. Mm-hmm. So I had like, um, like I think one year I had a savings goal of 13000 which is a lot, a lot of fucking money when you're just starting out your like first big girl job. Mm-hmm. So um, I had that and I kind of just continued on that pattern of doing a 70-30 split, even like, what, what is this, like 10 years later of working in the workforce, work field, whatever. What about you? Um, I guess I did something similar when I first started, I guess. It was um, because I was commissioned, it was really hard to kind of predict how much I would be making a week or every two weeks. So I was getting paid every two weeks. So that was a little bit on the downside. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's normal for everybody. Yeah. So what I ha- what I usually budget is my priorities. So I consider my rent first, my, you know, bills that needs to be paid. I usually calculate that all together. And I know that's how much money that's going to be taken out of the full month Mm -hmm. of what I do have. And then whatever money I do have left, if for an instance, I have a goal that I need to reach, like if I need to go to school, put that into consideration. And let's just say, okay, let's just say I get like $300 a month to myself. Let's just say the $300 a month, I always try to keep at least like $200 untouched. Mm -hmm. $100 would be my budget as far as using to live my life. Yeah. (laughs) So if I want to use that for maybe going out with friends, like, you know, maybe that that month, if for instance, I already spent that much money, Mm -hmm. I'm going to think about it, what I'm going to do for next month. That means I'm either I have freedom for it next month or I don't. Yeah. And the good thing about it is I do sacrifice my time. Um, I will put my priorities first and I put living my life a little bit second mm-hmm. only because the part outside is never going to leave. And the, the good thing is the fact that like as long as you keep up your relationship with your friends, mm-hmm. your family, as long as you they do – understand free stuff with them you don't have to like yeah yeah, right exactly yeah so like if for an instance i don't go out for literally five months and i'm talking about out like i don't gotta well not get paid but you don't really yeah spend so much but as a girl i guess you have more leverage than guys Mm -hmm. 
So this only really applies to girls. Yeah. But if, for instance, you're going out with your friends, like maybe a $5 freaking movie, that's not going to hurt you. Right. Um, going on a picnic with them. Um, but I'm talking about if I'm going out, out, like dinner. Well, the, yeah. Um, I don't know, like something expensive or whatever it is. Like I'm not – okay, let, let's just keep it real. I'm, I'm not – I don't hold my money like that either. Like I like to spend it when I want to. You like to spend it on experiences. Correct, yes. And I only pick and choose when I want to. I'm not really like, you know, obviously my friends are going to be asking me all the time, like, hey, let's do something. And I'm always down for it. Mm -hmm. But if I know I don't have it, like, I'm just not going to. Yeah. Just because, like, like I said, priorities would be my number one thing. Right. Um, But other than that, I don't really, like, deprive myself from not going out, like, or like just not doing anything, but it's just it'll, it's what makes me happy. Yeah, because then I'm not stressing at the end. I'm not in debt. Like that makes me fucking happy. Like I don't yeah. need all of that. Um, but yeah, that's how I budget. Like as of right now, that um is very similar as to what I do. As long as I know I have some money to save, because mm-hmm. I know something always happens. So you need to be saving, even though you don't need it right now you know yeah. your future self is gonna help you that's so. that's her emergency fund y'all she's talking yeah. about i don't have any but whatever <laughs> she will she will <laughs> she will okay <laughs> so when did you come into financial literacy so um my first introduction to financial literacy was when my mom told me to always save some money mm-hmm. but Financial literacy, I feel like, has changed. So it's not just saving a little bit of money. Uh, with Before I go into that, I do want to make a disclaimer real quick. I know we just talked about our budgeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not – we're not financial advisors, y'all. This At is, all. At all. Like, this is just what we do. This is kind of what works for us. This is called girl budgeting. Yes. Um, and then also, like – this is kind of just information that Mary and I have exchanged with each other and that I've like I've advised my family because I'm allowed to advise my family, right? But I am not in any way, shape, or form being your financial advisor right now. Do not sue me. I did not tell you to do this shit with your money. Take it what you will. Take it with a grain of salt. You I'm do not, you. Yeah, you do you. I'm not legally telling you to do shit okay (laughs) oh but you know what let's let's step back a bit have you had an experience where you can give an advice to somebody that is you know like they want to get up there or as far as like their money or like is there an experience that like let's say if you bought anything that's kind of like in the adulthood area like let's say buying a car buying a house you know like how did you go through school like what did you do like what experiences have you you know done in order for you to afford any of these things see okay this is where my privilege comes in i have financial privilege i will own that shit i have financial privilege i've grown up with um, some form of financial privilege. It wasn't always there, mm-hmm. but when we didn't have it, 
like we, we weren't financially stable, my parents never let me and my brother know. Mm. So we like have recently come into quite a bit of financial privilege where my brother and I don't have to worry about stuff. Mm-hmm. So as far as it like goes to, you know, paying for school and stuff like that, when I was in school, I was working three jobs mm-hmm. because even though at that time I had financial privilege and knowing that my parents were going to be able to help me pay for school and stuff, um, I didn't want to have to rely on them. So the first year I did rely on them. I'm not going to lie. Like I did rely on them. They did help me pay for my first year of schooling. My second year, my third year of schooling, um, I did take out all of my loans, all of my grants, and then whatever was left over, mm-hmm. um, those three jobs, I paid for it. Nice. And like my friends from school will know this. My fucking planner was my Bible. I had lived my life for the past like two, three years based on that planner. Mm-hmm. I had my work schedule on there. I had my school schedule on there. I would do my assignments ahead of time. So I had time for work. And then during work, I would, if I, like one of the jobs that I worked, I worked at a gym. Mm-hmm. I was a fitness attendant there. Like I wasn't doing shit. I was checking in patient, not patients, <laughs> checking in um, patrons yeah. and um, cleaning down equipment. So I had a lot of time to sit at my desk and, and study. study and do my work, but like get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So I lived by my Bible. I lived by a planner and that's how I ended up budgeting. And then, um, like it was easier for me to do that because I always knew that if, Hey, if I lost one of my jobs, I would always have my parents to like help me if I needed it. Was it completely based off of your parents kind of helping you or did you also have help as far as scholarships? Did you apply for any of them? So I, um, don't think I ever got any scholarships. I just got government grants. So like okay. the Pell Grant, I got that. Oh, that, that's so good. Yeah. So yeah. like it made that a lot easier. So mm-hmm. like I had free money and then everything else was like an ups- unsubsidized loan and a subsidized loan from the government that I used to pay for school. So I did graduate school with debt, but um, my first job, like whatever money that I had saved up, I paid went towards that. Went towards it. Um, I ended up paying off like all my high interest student loans first and I would, I wouldn't do like payments towards them. I paid them off in bulk. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So, um, I did that as far as like a car, I was very privileged enough to like have my dad buy me a car when I first started college. I, um, actually went to a community college first to save money Money. and, um, my mom had told mom had told my dad she goes our daughter is going to community college to save us money if you do not get her a car we're gonna have a problem good for her yeah so that's why i love your mom (laughs) i mean i love my mom too she's crazy but i love my mom so like i've i've had financial privilege that you know other people don't have Mm -hmm. the luxury of saying that they've had so because of that I feel like I've been set up for success far better than some of my peers. Now, what advice would you have for people? Because, you know, some people that are listening to us probably don't have that privilege. Now, if you were in their position, let's say their parents can not help as far as, you know, financial wise, what what advice would you give them? 
not legal advice. This is just a <clears throat> advice. Advice. Mary Keto advice. <laughs> um, sprinkle, sprinkle. I, know, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would definitely say take advantage of jobs that have assistance, mm-hmm. like school tuition assistance. Mm-hmm. So there are jobs that will. Uh, help you with not only school, like give you free money, but mm-hmm. they will also help you with repaying loans. Yes. So like there are jobs that are like that. And listen, you do not have to be a full-time student to be getting this money back half the time. You just have to be a full-time employee. Mm-hmm. Or like if you're a, or part- a part-time yeah, as well. A, like if you're a part-time employee, you do get less money, but you get something out you of get it. something out of it. So who gives a fuck if it takes you like five years? Yeah. Like use it, it, use it to your advantage, especially if it's a degree that you want and you know you're going to use, do it. That's not like something you should ever be ashamed of. And then obviously um, budgeting is like a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Do not spend money that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother and I have had this conversation before and I think you were present for it. Um, where I said, if you can't buy it twice, don't buy it at all. Yeah, that's a really good advice. Yeah, like if you can't if you can't buy it twice, then what the fuck? You can't afford it. Yeah, like yeah, there's no blank. yeah. You have no like you don't even have to put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. that you're you're kind of regretting. Yeah, and like I'm talking about materialistic things and stuff like that. Like you don't you don't need that goddamn. Gucci bag. Put that shit down. You don't fucking need it. Okay. (laughs) But like, just be mindful of like what you're spending your money on and take advantage of the resources that you do have around you. And another thing is like when it comes to scholarships, there are so many specific scholarships out there. There are millions of dollars of free money just sitting there. Yeah. That's waiting for you to be used. It takes a lot of time to like apply for these scholarships and all this stuff. But you know what? Like, I don't know if people know this, but it's not even just scholarships for school. People will give you grants to just live your life. What? Yeah. So like um, there's this one website that I'm using right now for like scholarships. I came across this grant where it's like, oh yeah, like this is a grant. I think it was like a $5,000 grant. And it was like, for you to just help, like, to help you jumpstart your life. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're moving to a new city, if you're starting a new job, you're getting out of a tough situation, and this money will help you apply for this. Like, you don't have to repay it. You don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, you could just be going through a life change, and you can apply for that grant. There are stuff, that's stuff, there's, like, stuff out there for that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, um... I have done a couple things, but I could share one story as far as how I bought, like, my car. Yeah. So it was actually really crazy because, you know, I went there with my other girlfriend after work. So I was taking Ubers all the time. And honestly, I didn't mind it. It was a convenient thing. I didn't have to park anywhere, like – if I just needed to go somewhere, I'm out of there. Um, but it became really scary at some point where, you know, like girls are getting like kidnapped and all this stuff. So it started getting me, it gave me so much anxiety. So there was this one 
day that I was on the break room and it was on the news that some some lady she got murdered by her Uber driver. So literally that same day, I told my friend, I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. I found a car. I want to see. Let's go. Yeah. So I went to the first dealership I've ever been in, mm-hmm. went inside, found the car that I liked. And dude, like the car, like I guess like the associate, he was kind of like, oh, you're, um, you don't have enough history as far as like your credit and like mm-hmm. this and this. He was talking about 25% APR. Hell, yeah, that is. Um, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Because you guess why? I w- yeah. Tell me why I literally was like, okay, let me sign them papers. <laughs> Girl. Okay, but in my defense, I knew what they were doing. I'm not dumb. Okay, yeah. I only kind of went for it just to, to make them know that I'm interested in the car and I'm not bullshitting. Mm-hmm. So I wanted them to kind of realize, look, that I'm a salesperson. So yeah. I kind of knew. But imagine if I wasn't, mm-hmm. then some girls will kind of they'll, – they'll take the bait. And that's kind of sad. But anyway. Can uh-huh. I interject you real quick? Mm-hmm. With that being said, if you're going to buy a car, anything above 6% is an absolute fucking no. Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay because me and my friend were like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, let's go for it. So yeah. <laughs> we started signing the papers and all this. And mind you, I really wasn't going to go th- for the full thing. Mm-hmm. So they can't really decide to charge you once you go or through force the- force you into it? Yes. Like, they can't really do that. Like, they can- give you the pen and paper and it's up to you, obviously, right? So they're going to tell you all these things. All you got to do is agree, whatnot. And then what I did was at the end, like basically the two last papers, the most important piece of paper that I needed to sign, Mm -hmm. I said, I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Dude, that guy hated me. I know he hated me so bad. But I don't care, man. Like, you're going to play me. I'm going to play you. And it was literally the end of his shift, dude. Like, we were already – like, mind you, the the dealership was already closed at this point. Oh, shit. Yeah. But, like, my thing was, like, I needed as much information as I can. But F you, basically, for telling me it's 25%. And you're telling me I didn't have history. Like, boy, I have a credit card. Yeah, I didn't have – enough history in there but there's no freaking way that you're gonna tell me it's 25 percent, right and mind you guys like i didn't know this either this is where i effed up also because i did give him my social security so he ran my like credit and i didn't know this mind you i didn't know this that he uh, literally applied to eight different banks besides my bank he obviously he asked for my card but they can't like authorized to charge your card without your permission and you have to sign for that so i never Mm -hmm. signed for it but obviously he's seen i was i have so they ended up like we can bleep that out by the way yeah yeah, so yeah i had this bank so like he went through like that bank and he never like ran it through my bank he just kind of like went through every other bank that all said no obviously because i have no history with them right Dude, like, this man really thought I was dumb. So whatever, right? I just – I didn't know about that until, like, the following day. Mm -hmm. All I knew is that he told me it's 25%. So I'm like, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. So point is, like, he kept, like, texting me, like, the following day. And he's like, hey, the car is ready for you. Like, this and this and this. So and what my plan was the whole time was that 
I needed to find a way where I could get a different lender, not through the car, the car dealership. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, they will screw you over. They mm-hmm. will say whatever and literally screw you over. And I've learned that from experience, obviously. So what I did was, okay, I sat down and I'm like, how can I prove that I have history and I'm not too much of a risk? Mind you, at this time, I was like, I was young. I'm a girl. You know, I came in there by myself. Well, technically with another girl. Like, they just thought I was stupid. Um, So, yeah, they kind of deemed me as a high risk, Mm -hmm. right? So that's why they were saying it's a high APR. So that means that's your – the APR that they're talking about, guys, that's how much interest that they're going to charge you. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like paying for seven car payments at this point. It's yeah. just like, yeah. And that's over-exaggerating, but not really. And then if you can't make those car payments, they take your fucking car. Yes. And we don't want that. So what I did was, um, this actually helps a lot of people as well. So if, for instance, you're young and you don't have any credit, your parents, if they ever add you as an authorized user mm-hmm. without actually you, like, you know, using their credit card, if you're an authorized user... Technically, if your name is, yes, it builds your credit. That's kind of what helped me Mm -hmm. get a credit in the first place. My mom added me as an authorized user. So when I first applied for my credit card, I had enough. Yes, I had enough that they, I was able to be approved. So now my first credit card, I did build credit on it. But if you didn't have enough history on it, Mm -hmm. that's when they, they say, hey, you don't have enough history. You can't get this. So what I did was, okay. I sat down and I'm like, how can I get this car without having to pay this much interest? And it just, a light bulb came in. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, why can't I go to my bank? They yeah. have history. I'm like, you know, they, I know I'm commissioned. That's also one thing. If mm-hmm. you're commissioned, it's a little bit harder for them to be like, oh, like this is how much you're making. I don't know how much you'll be making if you're commissioned. Right. So that was like a huge like obstacles that I had to go through. So I was like, okay, wait, my bank can see that. Mm-hmm. So I went to my bank that the next following day and I told them the situation and I was like, I was kind of playing both of them Yeah, <laughs> because I went to my bank and I'm like, hey, like, you know, this is the quote I got from like the car dealership and like, is there a way, like, I really like my bank. Like, I like your bank. <laughs> this is why I'm a loyal customer to you guys. Like I was... I was like my like my own salesperson. Yeah. So I started talking to them. I'm like, you know, I really like my bank. Like, I just, you know, I trust you guys. So I would rather go through like the car, yeah. <laughs> like the car payment. I want to continue yes. on building this relationship. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, girl, if you're a girl, like you should know how to do this. Like, yeah. Use your y- use, use your, your girl voice. Yes. <laughs> feminine. Yes. Use your girl. Yes. Be Not feminine. your voice that you use with your friends and be like, hey, bitch. No, no. If you ever want something in life, you have to be nice to people that yeah. wants to help you, okay? So I was being so nice to this lady. And, you know, obviously, as I, I don't know what she was, but point is she wanted to help me because she also wanted a sale from me or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if they get credit from it. So point is she started making them calls, whatnot. And she's like, congratulations, we can give you 6% APR. I said, oh, from 25% to 6%, girl. Sign me up. Sign me up. (laughs) So basically, I still played them because (laughs) guess what I did? I just got a quote. (laughs) So now what I did was 
I got a quote from my own bank yeah. that they're going to basically, they're like, this is how much we're going to give you. It's like, F that 25% APR. Yeah. Go with us. It's 6%. But girl, you do not settle. We don't settle around here. Because mm-hmm. guess what I did? <laughs> Wait, I don't think I know this part of the story, y'all. Oh <laughs> my God. So the guy, like the car dealership guy was like texting me and he's like, <clears throat> I know he got a notification because they have to price match or whatever their APR. I don't know. Point is, I know he got a notification. Mm-hmm. Tell me why this man is like, hey, like, mind you, like, we have great prices for you. Like, like, please come. Like, we're going to, you know, like, we have, like, we were able to lower the price for you. Out of nowhere, okay? I didn't say shit to them. I was like, I didn't say nothing. All I know is, like, they're texting me like, hey. We got some good prices for you. It went down from yesterday mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, really? Okay, I'm on my way. I went to the car dealership. I didn't talk about my bank, nothing. I just let the man talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you told me that there was, you know, like the, the prices went lower. And he told me all these spiel. Like, he's like, yeah, I talked to my manager. He was able to give me this for you. Like, we're taking care of you. Oh, I was able to lower it to 18%. <gasps> Thank you so much. Thank you so freaking much. Now, here's my bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> so it was literally like the quote from yeah. the bank saying it's 6%. And I was like, I love that. And I'm like, but either put me into this 6% match with my bank or go lower. Yeah. Guess what he did? He went lower. <laughs> the man gave me like 5% or 4% Shut after up. all of that, dude. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, people will screw you over so bad. So yeah. this is why I'm saying you should never settle. So after the fact, like, obviously, mm-hmm. I took their, like, I, I went through the dealership instead of, like, my yeah. bank because it was lower. Yeah. <laughs> but I played both of them. It was so funny. And then so that kind of helped me mm-hmm. obviously finance. Now that helped me. Um, I mean, I had the money also to kind of pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like I could have paid it for everything, but I wanted to build credit. So yeah. in order for me to do that, that's kind of what I did. Yeah. So I had a lower APR percentage. And then on top of that, I went with a higher, like, I guess like I took it's supposed to take longer. Like I took like the longer term okay. as far as my loan. Yeah. But what I did was I paid more every single month. Like let's say if my car payment was like $200, I would put 500 in there. Yeah. Because that's how much money I was going to put down anyway. So she's like paying not only the car, the payment, the interest, but she's also paying – Principal. Principal. Mm-hmm. So principal is, for everyone who doesn't know, principal is like the original amount. Mm-hmm. And then you have interest. So that's where your payment comes in. Correct. So like you can make your payment, which is $200. So it's like, so like if we're going to do basic math and budgeting, mm-hmm. so the $200, it could be like $100. This is hypothetical. $100 for interest, $100 mm-hmm. principal. Mm-hmm. So $100, $100 towards the original value of the car. And then she's putting that additional 300 to the value of the car. So overall, it lowers how much interest she's actually paying in the long run and helps her pay off her car faster. Correct. Because then at the end, so let's say if you finish paying it off within the full term, let's say Mm -hmm. if, let's just say if my car 
was like $20,000. Right. And there was like an interest rate, whatever, let's say the full total with the term for five years, let's say with the interest rate, it would be like $26,000. let us just say. Yeah, hypothetically. Hypothetically. So if for an instance, if you took the time to do that full term, the full five-year term, yeah, you're going to be paying from 20000 to twenty six. Yeah. But if you paid a little bit more per month, and let's say instead of using the full five years, mm-hmm. you paid it off within, let's say, two or three years. Now, instead of you paying 26000 mm-hmm. you're paying like maybe 22000 yeah. or twenty three. Like so you're, you're saving, saving $4,000. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why when you go through car payments or like whatever loan, like mm-hmm. if, if you guys don't understand the loan term, just know people don't give out money for free. Yeah. Government does not give out money for free unless it's a grant. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you ever hear the hurt, like the word loan, you're getting an interest. They're basically letting you borrow. They're letting you borrow some money. Mm-hmm. But there's collecting more money, more money on, t- on top of that. Correct. So, with that being said, like you have to be smart about loans, like in general, because I feel like there's so many people, you know, that get a credit card. I've, dude, okay, so uh, maybe my friend kind of will maybe be slightly upset that I'm putting her ass on blast. But uh, one of my really good friends in high school, she opened up all these fucking credit cards. Because in her mind, it was like free money. And then she got stuck with like the debt. The debt. Oh my God. And like not understanding how it worked. So, credit cards, y'all, it's not free fucking money. Yeah. You're borrowing money. And then if you can't make your minimum payments, you're paying interest on it. Correct. And then you like, if you're not a credit card person, don't get a credit card. Well, okay. Let's. Let's maybe educate them how you should be using a credit card. So obviously we don't want to put you guys in a situation that you could be like her friend. Yes. So what you're going to do is if for an instance. Let's talk about, I don't feel like we should say what you're going to do because okay. I feel like that's financial. Okay. What yes. we would do. What we would do. Yeah. Okay. Let's scratch that part. But what we would do is if for an instance you're looking for a credit card, mm-hmm. depending how much you're. Like, let's say if you're using a credit card to basically pay for, let's say, a furniture. Let's say your furniture is $2,000. Now, do you have the $2,000, like, ready to pay off? Now, if your answer is no, what you're going to try to do, or this is what I would do, I would look for a credit card Mm -hmm. that could give me financing. So let's say there are credit cards that you can open first time, basically. Let's Mm -hmm. say... Let's say I'll use Bank of America or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So Bank of America, if they have like an opening for a credit card for like, let's say 12 months, mm-hmm. no interest for a welcoming, you know, thing. Like a new person yes. or something like yeah. that, right? So now I can put $2,000 in On this new card. credit card. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't have to pay it within a year. Yeah. So- it's like not having to pay interest on that two thousand dollars. You can still be made like you should still be making payments towards it. Yes, but you're not going to be like drowning in like two thousand yeah. like debt. It just gives you more time to pay off this two thousand dollars. Right now, if for an instance, let's go back to my other question. If my question was, do you have this two thousand mm-hmm. dollars? Now, let's say you say yes. Mm-hmm. Now you can look for, or I can look for another credit card that 
will lower this $2,000. How can you do that? By looking at another credit card that has like a welcoming bonus. Mm -hmm. So if for an instance, like let's say, let's just use whatever, another bank. So if they have like a bonus points of if you sign up with us, you're going to get like $400 off as long as you, you know, you spend $2,000 within four months. Well, okay, great. I'm already going to spend this $2,000 anyway. Mm -hmm. So I might as well use it to this new, and I wanted a new credit card. So I'm going to use that. Opening opening up a new card, I'll get this $400 Mm -hmm. for opening up this new card. So that's going to lower my $2,000. That basically will be from, yeah, like that'll be $1,600. Yeah. And there's a lot of banks that do that. Yes. A lot of banks, a lot of credit cards do that. Correct. So, I mean, obviously, like, we would just shop around. Yes. Or not even just, like, Nerd Wallet. I feel like yeah, Nerd Wallet, yeah. a lot of people use Nerd Wallet. Yeah. Like, we would just look it up and see kind of what we would yeah. do, what we would get, like, our, the best advantage. Correct. Um, or get the most bang for our buck kind and of thing. And the thing is, like, this is not like an open invitation for you guys to be opening up credit cards because that's – do yeah, that. don't do that. Don't do that. We're only talking about like if, for instance, you need the money mm-hmm. or like you need help for like a really large like – Some. Yes. Yes. Like if you're going to school and like, you know, like you want to pay it off for like yeah. a year, like you, you don't know what you're going to do and you need help to basically do that and mm-hmm. you need, you know, you need some money to put it on. Yeah. Like maybe get – a credit card that right. can help you finance it mm-hmm. or something like there's always going to be something that can help you guys you mm-hmm. just have to go look for it right but this is not like like she no. said this is not an open invitation to open 10 different credit no, cards that's actually bad <laughs> like if you've never owned a credit card open up one right especially because in america the world our financial economy that's redundant our economy works on credit mm-hmm. on a credit score mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that I feel like should be a good wrap up for part one of girl budgeting in our second episode, we will, or part two, we'll talk about kind of, um, the breakdown of different methods that we use in our financial literacy game, things that we've learned this year or over the past couple years, um, and how we're trying to set ourselves up. And we're just telling you kind of what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. not telling you to do these things. This episode is not filled with like financial advice. No, it's just literally girl budgeting. Girl okay. budgeting and like how we girl budget. Yes. And how we are trying to come into a stronger sense of financial literacy. And me acknowledging my privilege and highlighting that it doesn't look the same for everybody Mm-mm, at all so hopefully everything we kind of said does make sense and it works for you guys as well if for instance you ever try it hopefully mm-hmm. it does and hopefully it does help you guys um or at least gives you an idea um especially if you're out there and you're not you don't know what to do or nobody yeah. really taught you anything this is kind of like a big sister Giving advice to her little sister or exactly. little brother. Correct. Um, but most of the times, this only works for girls. Facts. I'm just joking. <laughs> Whatever. We'll talk, we'll talk about that in the next episode where I put my brother on blast. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in part two, okay? Stay tuned. Bye.
Bye. Bye.